of Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are Mr. Stark. Transformers, G.I. Joe, Masters of the Universe, and Star Wars. Yeah, Mr. Lotus and I are are lonely today. (laughs) Uh, uh, Mr. Chang, alias Angel, alias is uh, traveling the... The Eastern world, the, the Far East, um, in Malaysia specifically, I believe, uh, visiting his uh, wife's family. Is that right? Yeah. And uh, Vern, unfortunately, had planned to be with us, but he had to pull out at the last minute. That's what she said. But, uh, <laughs> so it'll just be uh, Mr. Stark and I today, which is perfectly fine because we have a ridiculous amount of news and the more people on here would just make this a 10-hour show probably today. I, I literally deleted probably 30 news stories too, and we wow. still have this much, so... Uh, yeah, we're going to have one hell of a show, so thank you for kicking it with us. Segway, if you like kicking it with us, <laughs> you could do it on our Facebook group. Uh, getting tons of great participation. Big shout-outs to all our regulars on there. It has been amazing. You can find that at facebook.com slash group slash open your toys. Uh, if you want to know when new shows are posted or check out the show notes, which are at the top of the page, to follow along with everything we're talking about, you can head over to openyourtoys.com. We've got links in the show notes to subscribe to our RSS feed iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Smart Radio on there. Um, If you just want to kind of know what's going on with the show, you can uh, follow our Facebook page at facebook.com slash openyourtoyscast. Um, Twitter, I'm not even going to push because I don't think anyone's posting anything to that. Um, Instagram, probably the same, but uh twitter's at open your toys and instagram is at open your toys if you want to email the whole team you can hit us up at team at open your toys.com uh 
And then we still want to hear from you. We love to hear from you. We don't hear from you, but we do have a voicemail just in case. That's 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. All right, Mr. Stark, you got one, besides our group at least, you've got one place where people can follow everything that's going on in your toy life. And where is that, sir? Yeah, I mean, I'm on YouTube, Lotus Stark. You can just search for me. Um, one thing I just wanted to mention while I have this time, uh, my friends over at Transformers and Beer have somehow had some problems with YouTube, and they basically got their channel uh, turned off by YouTube. Um, and, yeah, so they had uh, almost 800 subscribers and, uh, you know, really nice Transformer videos and video game uh, videos, and they just – they said that they had a violation for something uh, that they don't even understand that I guess there was, uh, I don't really know exactly what the details are, but um, it, it wasn't their fault. It was a basically a YouTube bot that, that basically, uh, you know, went ahead and disabled their account and they tried to appeal, appeal it and YouTube just made a decision to just keep it disabled. So really, really odd. Uh, I don't know if it had something to do with their podcast being uploaded, you know, just the audio, uh, but whatever. Uh, so they create a new channel called Transformers and Video Games. Um, so just I just want to give them a shout out. Transformers and Video Games on YouTube. Uh, they're really good friends of mine and I just kind of really feel bad uh, as to what happened to them interesting yeah that's that's crazy. It's, a, it's a true shame because uh you know he he lost they both lost their these are videos that they edited and archived like they didn't save them on their hard drive so uh, they lost uh, all their videos you know they all that hard work of a lot of vintage like they do a lot of vintage stuff and you know, it's all gone. So I, I, I just feel real, real bad for these, these guys. So they're going to try to start up again, you know, Transformers and video games on YouTube and, you know, see, see what happens, see if we, they can get their subscribers back. And, you know, it, it was just a, I don't know if, if that were to happen to me, I just wouldn't do it anymore. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I just wouldn't do it anymore. Yeah. It's kind of rough to start over. I mean, besides my family's pictures, the podcasts are the second most backed up thing of my digital life. Because yeah, it's part of your life. It's yeah, part of your digital yeah. life. I mean, this history, I mean, you've been doing it since 2008, you know, and I mean, it's, it, I don't know, it's it's just very frustrating that, you know, unless you actually host your own website and you own all of your rights to everything, yeah. you just realize that everything is in YouTube's hands, you know, or whoever whoever you, you have, you know, so... It's uh, it's it's a definitely an, uh, something that is just very very frustrating, and I just I feel for these guys because, like I said, I, I know them, and I just uh, it's just uh, it's very very frustrating. Well, yeah, and whether they monetized or not, they were right there knocking on the doorstep of what you know YouTube feels is necessary for you to scrape some pennies together from all your hard work. Too, and that sucks that they just that they would just uh, yeah. use the hammer in that yeah. way. It, it was know? one. It was one of their podcast videos. They, they, they upload the audio every week, you know, so, so that way they can share their, their audio. They upload it and they they add pictures and stuff. It's not a live video, but you know, so one one podcast video out of all these years got flagged, and they disabled the account because of the video. 
Huh. And they, they were talking about the Chaos on Velocitron set. They were talking about Dinobots. They were, I mean, I, I don't get it. I, like I said, it seems like it's a bot. And it seems like the email that they got back for the appeal was also a bot, a bot response. Huh. So just, yeah, for everyone that's out there that's a YouTube, you know, uh, person who creates content, just keep in the back of your mind that at any time it can basically all dissolve um, and, you know, basically be gone. They, YouTube is the one who has control over everything. Exactly. Uh, and what's it again? I'm trying to find it on YouTube while we talk. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, they're going to be pushed way down the results. It's Transformers and Video Games is the new channel. Transformers and Video Games. Uh, M is one of the, the hosts, M and Joe. And M, he posted uh, a video for MR32 Machine Robo, um, GoBot Slick, Slicks. Um, so he's only got one video uploaded right now. And like I said, they lost all their content. So he's starting all over. Oh yeah. I see it here. Yeah. Yeah. 16 subscriber or 34. Yeah. They, they had 800. I mean, the good thing about it is it'll, it'll really show you who's, who's your true friend. You know, it'll show you who's a, who's a real fan and and who is just, uh, you know, wanting, uh, you know, whatever, a sub or something. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what we got a true number count after we were gone for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we got a true number count. We had built up a, a huge, huge download followership, but I download tons of podcasts and don't necessarily listen to them, you know, that kind of thing. So after a year and a half, we kind of shook the cobwebs out and it mm-hmm. got down to a core group of listeners and that's, perfectly fine by me so crazy all right i'm subscribed they now have 35 all right (laughs) (laughs) um and now i've lost my show notes and i don't know where to go the tabs the tabs (laughs) i know i know you don't got you gotta do the tabs (laughs) try it out one week man (laughs) (laughs) so i it's just too unruly to have 37 tabs open (laughs) we'll, we'll do the next one real quick it's what are you drinking uh for me i am drinking water so I have my LG fridge water. So what are you drinking? Um, I am actually not. Uh, hi. How's it going? You just coming to say hi and give me a kiss? I love that. I love you. <laughs> um, I am. I, I am taking shots. So by the end oh of the boy. cast, by the end of the cast, it should be pretty fun. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm not also drinking a beer uh, because Mrs. McFavorite screwed up. She was supposed to get me a fancy beer to talk about on the show, and she's like, "Ah, I forgot because I oh, went no. and washed my car in between <laughs> when you told me to get you something, and when I got home." But, uh, but. This is probably something I need because uh, it's been a crazy last few days. Uh, Last night, I stayed up until uh, 5 in the morning. Now it's daylight savings. So that'd actually only be 4 in the morning in reality. Uh, Setting up my new MacBook Pro. Oh, yeah. nice. All and, right. Uh, uh, 2013 model. You inspired nice. me when I spoke to you. Uh, awesome. I, I have another big announcement we'll talk about here in a second, but uh, I had to buy a Mac, unfortunately, or 
or fortune. No, fortunately, it's awesome. It's going to be a rock solid machine for you. I promise, man. I promise. Um, so, so I went with uh, I went with Lotus's advice, and because yours is a is yours an early or a late uh, 2013? Do you? So remember? mine's actually a 2000. Mine's a mid 2012. Oh, so okay. I, I I've got the the Retina. So yeah, the Retina display 15 inch. Well, see that, and that's what I, when you said that last time, that's what I looked for. And the retina was actually late 2013. Uh, about this Mac and this is a MacBook pro retina mid 2012. Sorry. Mid 2012. Like you just can see like on about. I could not find a 2012 with Retina because mine's a mine's an early 2013 and it still doesn't have Retina and I'm not really? worried about it. It's a it's a 15.4, so it's it's plenty Why? big and I'm. Why getting don't you old. have Retina? I thought they were all. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe they weren't. Maybe that was an up. Maybe that was a like you an, know, an upgraded. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it must have been. Because I've got the 2.6 uh, Core i7 with 8 gig of uh, DDR3, and then uh, it's got the dual graphics card. It's got the Intel, and then it's got the NVIDIA graphics card. Yeah, and the one thing I didn't do was I didn't uh, I didn't go for the dedicated video either. Yeah, I mean, I, so. for me, I'm not a gamer, so I, I don't use it. Yeah, so. and that's the yeah. same thing with me. I mean, I might do video editing one day, but that's not even going to play that big. But yeah, mine's a, mine's a i7 as well, 16 gigs of RAM. Five, oh, nice. Yeah, 512 SSD. Yeah, so. I got the 512 SSD, but you beat me on the RAM. I only have eight in here. So. Yeah, and that was my main thing with doing. I had to buy it because I'm starting a web development boot camp um so people know i'm a web designer but i also have a computer science degree but uh my my woes have all been because my skill set is dated because i've been doing management for the last uh three to five years so um i got my workforce center to spend they normally spend four to five thousand dollars to do uh, like um, skills upgrade training. Okay. And uh, the woman I'm working with just happened to grow up in the little tiny town called Las Vegas, New Mexico, where I was born and went to college in. And so we just hit it off. We were like best friends. And if you've ever been to a workforce center, it's pretty much like the DMV. It's it's <laughs> people that are in government jobs that want to be somewhere else, but they took this job and they're right. doing it, you know? Um, but uh, we just had a blast. She got me approved for $14,000 in training. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So um, the reason why I talked to you guys about being able to do the show without me is uh, starting next week, I start this boot camp. And basically what it is is I go to school for nine hours a day minimum. And then four to five hours of homework per day. Wow. Yeah. So it's like Oof. insane. Yeah. So, and this is going to be for three months. So um, they require, and, and it is, it's, um, 
the web development industry has gone through this evolution. It used to be like web design was all Mac. Now, like web development is all Mac too, because everything mm. uh, or most of the tools are uh, Linux and Unix based. So, so they require you to have a Mac. So I was like, well, they paid 14. I, I paid a thousand bucks still for this. This is a five-year-old Mac and granted. Wow. That's it. That's a good deal. Yeah. Well, (laughs) again, coming from the PC world, like a thousand dollars would just buy you like specs through the roof, you know, like eight gigs of dedicated video RAM, you know, six, but. No, but yeah, but just keep, just keep in mind. I mean, all the, like I said, all the components that are inside there are all top of the line. I mean, it's all top of the line components. And even if you, even if you put together a PC, a laptop with all top components, not like your generic components, it's still going to be expensive. Apple doesn't use generic processors or generic memory. It's all the top of the top, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're going to be really happy. Like I said, this this 2012 that I have is 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 just, it's just a workhorse. It's a workhorse. I, I don't. I would. I have no no interest in in upgrading. So now, do you use a PC at work? Yeah, unfortunately, I do. Yeah, okay. I have a I have a laptop, a PC, corporate and are, laptop. Are you like a power user, keyboard shortcuts, all that kind of stuff, or are you a mouse guy? You yeah. like to point and click? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, the majority of stuff that I'm working on uh, is it's all CLI. So um, there's not really a whole lot of shortcuts that you can do because I'm not working inside of actual like software. Uh, I'm actually working inside of, you know, routers and, and, you know, actual, uh, you know, stuff that is pre-formatted i don't know how to explain it but it's all cli it's all command line it's all text-based so there's there's no there's no real way to do any kind of shortcuts or anything i mean it's just you know it's literally just code on a you know i I could take my code on a text file and then put it into a router kind of a thing you know i see what it's literally low level it's yeah it's it's not so well anyone listening if you're if you're a pc and mac power user let me know because basically what i'm having a hard time is finding people where i say on a pc this is what i know i can do you know i can you know and this is a very simplistic thing i can toggle through windows using windows tab now of course on max it's it's command tab but there are some like very specific things that i'm trying to learn how to do uh, that it's just you know even with my uh, google prowess i'm just having a hard time finding are you rolling yeah. up on me Totally, yeah. All right, hold on here. This uh, this uh, kick it with us segment is taking forever. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Cheers, Mrs. Sorry McFavorite. for the interruption, guys. Hey, where is the laptop charger? Uh, for hers, mm. right here. Well, that yeah, sh- it can it can be brought in here and charged, but it I, it's too much work okay. to get it. I'll unplugged. just put it on mine. Yep. Love you. Hi, guys. Okay, it's, it's, me- just, it's just Lotus. <laughs> hey, peeps. <laughs> hey, Lotus, and everybody else that I guess is you say unfortunately hi, listening to my voice. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Yeah. But there, there, we, we can talk, you know, we can talk offline about that. Like, you know, there's a lot of different gestures and stuff that, that you can, uh, that you can do, uh, just using the, uh, you know, the trackpad or whatever you want to call it, the magic pad or whatever. Um, so it's, uh, there, I think once you get used to it, you'll, you'll really, you'll really, really be happy. Yeah. The one like miracle I found out about was, uh, I'm used to, uh, tapping on my trackpad. And, oh, I thought, yeah. and I thought for sure that you could only click on the Mac. No, no, you can do, yeah. you, you can set, it's customizable. Exactly. If you go in the settings, you can set it up and there's a little video, like it's, it's so nice, man. I mean, there's a little video next to every little thing. It, it, it's just built into the OS. Like it's just so clean and it's, <laughs> oh, it's so clean. So I know. nice. It's, and it's, it's BSD. So you're, you're going to love it. Yeah. So, yeah, so what I to get back to what I'm drinking is I'm actually oh, yeah. drinking a, a Zing energy drink. So oh, man. if uh, if you're familiar with Zing tea, uh, they make one of my favorite teas in the world. They make a cherry tea and it's absolutely amazing. Love you. <laughs> and it's absolutely amazing. So, um the zing energy drink i'm actually drinking grape attack made with cane sugar and uh yeah there's no other natural flavors vitamins b three five six and twelve and taurine so i i'm going to get drunk and be wired all at the same time there you that's, go. That's we're going to need, we're going to need it. Cause we got, we got to get through the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we didn't even start the show. <laughs> yeah. And what are we in here? 20 minutes almost. Okay. Yeah, here we it's go. Okay. It, it's been, it's fun. It's fun. We, we've been away for a little while, so it's fun. Uh, one of the weirdest thing I've trying to get used to, I'm using an external mouse and the scroll wheel is reversed on it. Well, well, you can, you can, you can change that. In okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'll have to look for that. <laughs> yeah. See, the whole thing is, is I don't want to change too much because in this program I'm going into the instructors and the TAs and all that, uh, use Max too. So like, I'm like the command key being right next to the space bar sucks because it's hard to do command Z or command C or command V, you know, on a, on a PC, it's right at your pinky. You know, so you can hold the control and do those easily. But I don't want to change that because if somebody tries to show me on a Mac, they'll be like, "What's? Why is your command key not your command key?" and shit like that. Yeah. But anyways, uh, JoeCon updates and con news. So uh, we left off with the Laser Trooper last time, so we're on figure preview number seven, and this is Spirit. Uh, we get, uh, uh, a really good looking freedom in my opinion. Uh, freedom's his bird there perched on his arm. Yeah. And I can't do, are you possibly by your 25th anniversary collection? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. I, I can see him from here. Okay. Is it the same mold? It looks the same. Okay. Uh, I can't imagine that they would do it. Yeah. Cold, uh, but. I mean, he's in the package, but yeah, it, it definitely, it looks, it looks the same. Same old. So, 
Um, his cool arrow rifle, which has always been one of my favorite weapons since the 80s. I mean, completely useless, completely <laughs> impractical, but it, <laughs> it is so awesome that his rifle has a magazine of arrows. Of arrows? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. They also have showed off since our last show, Major Blood, which I'm very excited about. We get his cool uh, robot arm, uh, which we haven't gotten in the past. And then we also get his missile launching pistol and then some ridiculous sonic big ridiculous gun, which I don't care about, but... Um, he looks amazing. Uh, the only thing I don't like in these pictures, and I don't know if these are final or not, but I just don't like the 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 gold. It makes it look real cheap. Like it makes it look like a, a hollow bath toy or something. You know? Yeah. No. The, the gold on on the the big uh, weapons. You know? It's just. Yeah, especially on a weapon like that big, I, mm-hmm. I agree with you. And, and unfortunately, that's well. I guess I see what you're saying. That easily could have been black, and it would have it, looked. And it, it, it just it just it looks like a it looks like a blow a blow mold, you know? It, yeah, it, it's it's just like I could squeeze it or something. I I think it's that color that is making me think in my mind that that is a squeezable, squishy toy or something, you know. <laughs> Eyes agrees. Well, yeah, and it doesn't help that it, the mold looks super soft as well. Yeah. Uh, so then our last reveal from the... Uh, stop. All these warnings I'm getting. Uh, the last reveal we get is a new figure, never done before. Uh, Sergeant Smasher. He's going to be the squad leader of the uh, Marauders, which I think everybody assumed this was going to be a Sergeant Slaughter figure. Mm. Um, But uh, this is actually kind of interesting because this was inspired by a character called Mr. C from the original Sunbow series. Um, I should have put in the show notes, but if you you Google uh, G.I. Joe... Mr. C. You'll be able to see an image of him on YouTube. And he was basically a a, uh, a version of Mr. T. He's a guy that uh, had kind of like a male male pattern balding like Mr. T, but instead of a mohawk, he had a blue C at the top of his head that was his hair. And uh, and he was supposed to be this badass like Mr. T. And so basically, this is an homage to that character because in the cartoon, he wants to switch sides. And so this is him switching sides and uh, coming to uh, uh, Slaughter's Marauders. Cool. Yeah, I just, I really wish, and and there was probably some limitations or something. Well, I guess he would have, oh, I see. He would have shaved the C if he would have left Cobra, and that's oh. why his head doesn't have a C. Okay, that's why he just got the Mohawk, okay. Exactly. Um, 
But uh, he's got rock and roll's weapon uh, that rock and roll the incentive uh, figure, the V2. And he does come with a baton like every good sergeant should have. So Mm -hmm. Uh, very cool, which kind of leaves in question. I mean, I can't imagine that we get slaughters marauders without slaughter. So I'm thinking we're going to get like a uh, Sergeant Slaughter and some kind of version of his uh, Triple T tank. Maybe not the Triple T tank, but a tank as one of the exclusives. And that thing's going to go through the roof if they make that. I guess what I don't understand is why in the 25th line, you know, the regular retail release, why didn't they ever have a Sergeant Slaughter in the retail release? Like why is it only why is it only through the club? Is that I mean Well and the and the slaughter was actually a Comic Con exclusive. Oh it so, was? Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. They oh, okay, offered, so that's what they did. Okay, gotcha. And okay. and he is one of the more pricey ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I don't know why they did that. I don't know if it was a cost thing with the rights. You know, because yeah, they probably just knew he's a more you know he's a, he's a you know, recognizable character and you know easy to put on a exclusive, I guess. Yeah. Exactly, and you know because uh, Vince McMahon does not fuck around with the rights for wrestling, you know, likeness rights for wrestling characters. So who knows? It, it may have been a cost issue with that. He he basically owns every every character you've ever seen on WWF or WWE. Um, so the other thing is is we talked about that um, the club had solicited they had sold out of all of their box sets, including for attendees. The box sets were never even offered for non attendees. So basically, if you weren't going, you're kind of out of luck to get this box set, which they've always offered in the past. Well, uh, you had to sign up for a wait list, but they announced that they are going to make sets available. Um, I got an email because I signed up for it still with that hope that I might actually go to JoeCon this year. But now with my boot camp, that is definitely not happening. Um, but... Uh, uh, so they were able to come, they were, they're going to produce more sets and that's going to be offered to the public starting on Monday. So if you signed up for the wait list, you had until, uh, tomorrow to claim your, your wait list set. And then anything not claimed by Monday will be, uh, opened up for the public. So it, it'll be opened up for attendees first and then whatever attendees don't take the lot offer for non-attendees so if you really wanted this box set um you you should hopefully have a shot at it um a little bit of local news here our our local denver comic-con is getting uh frank miller this year so getting one of the the big gets in the comic world um and they they slash him you know a lot of this has to do with the talent um are are definitely taking advantage of it price wise so he is only going to be there on the last day of the con on sunday june 17th um so you're the cheapest way to meet him is a silver package and that gets you one autograph and that's it for one hundred dollars 
so we're basically talking like Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher prices. If you've ever been to a Star Wars convention, that's what they. Yeah, I, I, yeah I've been going them every year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta watch when you slide those in. I'm like, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm surprised you know that. <laughs> um, now you can upgrade to a gold package, and that gets you four autographs from him, so you can bring in four different items for him to sign. That's three hundred dollars. Now this is what made me put this in here. If you would like a picture with him, you have to do the $500 package. And that gets you a limited edition print, which is probably the most valuable thing of this whole thing. Uh, it gets you one additional f autograph, so you get five autographs. And it gets you a selfie. <laughs> See, and, and that's what, you know, so if we're talking about, you know, maybe, I don't know, let's say 10 years ago, the word selfie didn't exist. So I think it's funny that, you know, we're in an age right now where we're actually using selfies as a part of a sale package at this point, instead of just saying, you know, uh, you know, he'll take a, take a picture or something like that. You know, what, what do we, what do we do before selfies? You know, exactly. Exactly. Crazy. Well, and I like that they use selfie because it's very descriptive. It says basically bring your own fucking camera, you know, yeah, pretty much. Um, we have another con here that does a really cool thing in my opinion. And this to me is worth it much more. So, uh, they have a professional photographer set up. And so you can buy autograph packages or you can buy photograph packages. And the photograph packages happen the day before the autograph. So they basically will take a professional picture with you and the guest with an appropriate backdrop. It'll be professionally printed and ready for your autograph section the next day. So they'll sign your professional photo with it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I'm like, that I dig, you know. But for this guy to be like, even if you pay $300, you can't take a picture with me. I just, yeah. And and granted, Frank Miller is a legend, you know. He he wrote, if people aren't familiar with him, but he wrote The, wrote the Dark Knight Returns and some of the other... Um, is he... Did he do... Um, Watchmen? Do you know? Are you a comic book guy at all? I guess I've I'm. Asked. I'm not, but I did like the Watchmen. Uh, I mean, I I saw the movie, um, but I don't. I don't know if he actually did the. Uh, he did the Watchmen or not? Yeah, I'm like. Do, do, no, Alan Moore was the guy that wrote that. So, God, what is the other big book? I mean, The Dark Knight Returns is big enough you know sure. to me that's my favorite batman story old fat batman returns to <laughs> try to clean up the street and then and then inadvertently takes on superman you know uh, god what keeps happening to my show notes thank you all right uh that's it for con news moving into toy news here uh the big talk on all of the podcasts and all of the toy communities is true going out of business like this week like i mean they're talking about the what's what's true true hardware uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. Ace. Ace True oh. Value Hardware. Uh, oh. No. <laughs> Toys R Us. Oh, Toys R Us. Okay. <laughs> so, um, we've all, we've talked about the bankruptcy. Um, we've seen two sets of 200 stores going out of business announced. And now, um, sources close to Toys R Us are are saying literally next week they might announce a liquidation, which is basically yeah. every store will close, every store will go out of business. Yeah, I mean it's um, it's it's real real interesting. I mean if you if you go back, I don't know, what was it maybe around Christmas time when I posted that picture um, of the the that piece of paper that was at the cashier yeah, you know, that cash register yep. you know and then then that magically like just got taken down and you know obviously they needed to have their christmas sales you know be mm-hmm. strong and it's just it's funny that you know if if anybody listens to those older episodes you know we we talked about it and we kind of we kind of blew it off you know yeah. and uh here's the here's the real truth that could be the final the final straw Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we basically were saying, well, every, every company, you know, every company needs to trim the fat, that kind of stuff. But, you know, just like we thought, you know, Kmart's still hanging in there, but, you know, every Kmart is closed in Denver now, you know, like I thought at least one of our stores would make it and nope. So anybody who's into into nostalgia, um, you know, if if you if you're goofy, uh, <laughs> you could uh, you know basically go to go to Toys R Us, you know, and take take a couple pictures of the outside, you know, and uh, just kind of you know uh, if if you're there, you know, each weekend or every other weekend, just take a couple pictures just to kind of show it, uh, you know, progressing as it totally dwindles away and. You know, so I don't know. It's just something to do uh, if if you're into nostalgia and then just save those photos because that'll be it. You know, yeah. that's going to be it. Yeah, it's definitely lots of comparison to KB. You know, yeah. everybody yeah. remembers how amazing KB was and all the clearances they used to do. Well, those clearances were not amazing for them you know and uh the big thing i've heard is like well why do you shop at toys r us and everybody said it's because of the buy one get one 40 off sales well if that's the only reason why you shop at toys r us then you're part of the cause of why it's going out of business you know? i'm definitely part of the cause i'm, yeah, I'm, no, me I'm too. part of the cause me I, I, too. I usually just walk around i just like looking at stuff so exactly. but that's exactly. so i i am unfortunately but yeah and i am too i'm not i'm not casting uh, you know dispersions is that the correct word aspersions um I, I am definitely that person too. I don't pay their inflated prices for anything, you know. So, but yeah. um, In addition to that, uh, we also got news that I think it said, and for the first time in thirteen years, uh, Legos uh, Lego uh, posted a loss. Mm, so yeah, that's weird that's yeah. really odd you know maybe it's just too much i mean when when you do you know talk about toys rust but if you go to toys rust there's just so much lego you know yeah. and maybe that's the problem is they're just there's too much of it so it's not the the maybe the collectors are just you know tired of buying everything you know 
Well, and that's, uh, we were talking about, uh, uh, that, uh, both Lotus and I both painted our houses. Uh, yeah. well, Lotus actually painted his house. Mrs. McFavorite and I are too lazy and we paid somebody to paint our house. <laughs> uh, but ours needed much more work. Our house probably hadn't been painted in 25 years, so it was awful. But, uh, um, I was talking to the project manager that was running the running the show, and uh, he's like, so how'd you like the new, you know, because obviously we have Star Wars everywhere, you know, even though Mrs. McFavorite doesn't collect toys, our entire living room is nothing but movie posters and shit like that. Uh, he's like, so what'd you think about the new movie? And I'm like, really? It's just the new movie was okay. I I have issues with it, but there were good parts and bad parts, but it's really like I'm just over Star Wars. It is yeah. too fucking yeah. much. And yeah. I called it 3 years ago when they said we're going to make a new movie every year. I'm like that's going to burn me out, you know? Mm -hmm. And it has. Like I give a shit about Star Wars nowadays, and it's sad, yeah. you know? There. Yeah, I mean, all all that excitement that you had as a kid is now starting to, you know. I mean, obviously the the, the vintage stuff is still there for you as far as your memories and stuff. But uh, but yeah, I mean, and you know, it's it's just a ton. It's a ton of. It's not only the movies. It's a ton of product. Like like I said, when I go to Target or Walmart or whatever, I mean, it's just a whole aisle, just yeah. constantly, and it just seems like the stuff is not moving. Exactly, and yeah, and I agree that that uh lego is the same way you know i walk down the lego aisle i used to be excited to look at you know uh city lego and 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 you know ninjago and you know nexo knights to name some of the newer ones but i used to be excited to look at all the different lines and yeah it, it's just too much now i I walk right past it. I look and see if there's any new Star Wars sets, and I move on. You know, or yeah. the architecture ones. I find the architecture ones kind of oh yeah, those are expensive. Too. Yeah, expensive. Yeah. So yeah, um, I mean, I it to me, it's it's the death knell for for physical toys, in mm -hmm. my opinion. You yeah. Know? It, it, well. If you were if you were one of those in denial, like physical toys are going away, and for good or bad, you know, there. Hopefully, we're going to still have Four Horsemen stuff and and Boss Fight Studios. But as far as going to a brick and mortar place and seeing all these amazing toys, it's really going to be specialty shops and stuff like that where you're going to see those markups. As long as I can still get my flush force figures, um, I'm cool. Um, so I've pretty much I've collected all. I, I got a bunch of different pieces of shit uh, and the blind bags. Uh, they came in little toilets. So as, yeah, as long as those flush force figures are still uh, out there, I'm I'm good with it. See, and I where are those toys even in Toys R Us? Listen, if you go into Target, uh, oh, they're in the same. Yeah, I mean, if you go to Target, I didn't see them at Toys R Us, but I mean, I'm yeah. sure they're in Toys R Us. But yeah, if you go to Target, there's like a, literally a half an aisle full of poop toys. <laughs> a half an aisle. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, Rock, Rock was right. 
<laughs> and I know Toys R Us has like a, a gross toys line and stuff like that. But yeah. I, I don't even know what those the, are. The gross, I've looked you, for you're them. right. You're right. So the gross toys are over by the board games. So okay. if you go in okay. the board games aisle, there's 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 those aisles like where they still have like Rubik's cubes and stuff mm-hmm. like hanging on the pegs. That's where the the grocery gang and all that the gross toys are. So that's probably where the poop toys are too. I'm sure. Yeah, okay, I got it. Yeah, because yeah, I've been interested in those, but I couldn't find them, and I'm not the flush force. Well, the the flush force and just any oh. of those kind of specialty like gross toy things the ones i think i think i was talking about is more just like the booger ones and stuff like oh, that okay, yeah. but i didn't realize that there is a whole line of toilet toys oh yeah yeah all blind bag you don't never know what kind of piece of poop you're gonna get <laughs> that's awesome now I and the blind the blind bag is a a toilet so it's a toilet with a blind bag inside of it that's what you buy <laughs> Oh god, I gotta buy one of those just to buy one. <laughs> well, if you buy one, post it in the group because I want to see. I want to see you open that. <laughs> do a do a little video or something. You open it. Yeah, I finally got my uh, my little video shooting thing now, and on top of an Apple, I got a new phone. Oh so, no! Yeah. What are you doing, man? I know. Well, I I'm really optimistic about this coding camp, okay. so I'm like, okay, time to spend a little bit of money, you know. First, but yeah. okay. And my phone was just uh, Mrs. McFavorite's old phone that uh, she she broke out of anger. And then instead of fixing it, just bought herself a brand new phone out of anger. Um, <laughs> so I have a new uh, gal- a brand new uh, Galaxy S7. So okay, cool. A- as the 9 comes out. But again, I've been on an S4. So yeah. imagine if you're on an iPhone four and you just got a yeah, seven. you're you're light years ahead. Yeah, you're just you're you've moved up. Yeah, drastically. And what I've been waiting for is uh, HD recording capabilities. So now I've got my photo tent set up. I've got my little rotator, and I know I've said this countless shows in the last couple months, but ready to start my YouTube thing. I just got to actually do it. So. Maybe cool. uh, maybe Flush Force will be my premiere. Yeah, episode. you oh you'll get you get tons of hits if you're flushing, man. I could imagine my that would probably be my daughter's favorite episode ever. <laughs> they actually have so at Target they actually had uh, Play-Doh that is poop, so it's poop Play-Doh, uh, and it's it, it, the package says looks like the real thing looks like the real thing but smells better that's that's on the package oh my god i I got to i've got to take my daughter the first time i go to look at these things yeah she'll just love it she's all about poop and fart jokes so all right all right uh super seven uh so they posted a new video i don't even know which one this is uh episode nine and uh, the important part is they address some of the uh, master's things, uh, master's issues that people have been talking about. Uh, so first up, uh, Alias Angel Alias posted a video on how to get your triclops head to actually spin. So if you're not a master's person, this action figure has a essentially a visor that should spin around and show three different uh, eyes. And so, a la Triclops. Um, 
so people are like, this thing's glued on, it's painted on. And so Brian from Super 7 comes on and says, no, it's neither. But what happens is we paint everything separately. And then to be able to squeeze a plastic part onto another plastic part, the factory has to heat it up super hot and then stick it on there. Well, what that's doing is causing the paint to to seal it so you can't spin it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, Peter's video showed how to do the exact same thing. Use some heat, heat it up really good, pop it off, shave off all that inside paint, and then pop it back on so it'll actually spin around. Um, I love how they just how super seven just takes no responsibility for it. They're just like, this is how the production of toys works. And I'm just like, Mattel's never had this problem, you know, like they made two figures that had spinning things that were sealed inside of painted parts. And theirs never had this problem. They they just don't want to own up to their QC process. They obviously have a QC process failure somewhere and they just don't want to own up to it. They're just using this as an excuse. That's, that's garbage, you know? Yeah. And then they addressed, uh, the Tila hips, which really bugged, uh, really bugged Peter. Vern really liked them. I actually (laughs) like the, her butt looks amazing. I like a nice big butt on Tila myself, um, but her hips are a little wide, so she is super hippie. Um, I think it looks good from behind, but basically what happened here is they used either too long of pegs or the peg gluing in process just wasn't consistent. So you might have a Tila that has wider hips than other Tila's. Um, this was something that they were trying to correct and they obviously didn't do a good job on it. Um, the Tila one is interesting. They said, if you don't like your Tila, you can send it back and they'll mm. refund your money. Now, again, whether you have to pay return shipping or blah, yeah, blah, blah, sure. who knows. But yeah. uh, but they also said, we also have no replacement figures. So if you think you're going to return it to get a better one, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. So, mm-hmm. Or it's not probably. It is not going to happen. Um, but at least you have an option if you're absolutely just, you know, incredulous about all this shit. So... Um, that's pretty much what they said on, on the video. We have a little bit, uh, more news from them coming up, but that was their, uh, super seven, super video nine or whatever they call them. Um, now something Lotus actually cares about or well, yeah. probably doesn't care about, but it, no, no, I mean, about. uh, power of the prime news. We get our, our first look at, um, first look and confirmation. I know that there was like a listing in a Walmart computer or, so, or, oh, it says Walgreens computer, but it looks like we're getting a power of the primes combiner, uh, retgar. And is that just, it looks just like a remolded, uh, what was the motorcycle guy from the Protectabots? Uh, groove? Yeah. Doesn't that just yeah. look like a remolded groove? Yeah it, yeah, it could be. Yeah. I mean, I think it looks pretty good. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think the, the colors work well. I mean, it's it's got the muted orange. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know what they're going to do with the whole combiner thing, but... Um, yeah, I mean, uh, 
I think that's what's pissing me off the most about all of this is is that freaking weird like you know uh, uh, ratcheted combiner port in the chest yeah. of all of these characters you know yeah but I I personally like my uh, what was it universe retgar. Mm-hmm. much yeah. more than this but but i'm a Rekgar fan so i'm gonna probably buy this that's that's been the weird thing with me is i'm trying to figure out how i'm going to pare down my collection is i used to buy every version of a character i liked mm-hmm. because the goal was once i have every version then i'll pick one and sell the rest yeah well now it's kind of like well, I know the universe one is, you know, from pictures at least, the universe one looks a lot better in my opinion. So why the hell am I going to buy this one? But I'm probably still going to buy this one. Yeah, so, plus the universe version is going to be, you know, a lot, it's going to feel better in your hand. It's going to be, yeah, you know, yeah, th- it's exactly. thicker plastic. I mean, you know, plus you've got junk heap, you know, so who knows if they're going to do a junk junk heap uh you know, secondary figure. Um, but usually you'd want a Rekkar and Junk Heap, you know? And maybe that's a good point, is maybe he can just be part of the Junkion faction. Yeah, know? yeah, I guess so. I don't know. But, um, it's we, cool. We also got uh, more uh, official picks of new figs, and we had talked about this Inferno again, which is a repaint of the Protectobots. Hotspot. Hotspot. Thank you very Mm -hmm. much. Um, So, yeah, he looks like crap. Like, why would you want this to be the Inferno that's in your collection? Yeah. Yeah. It's just easy. It's easy for them. You know, they've got the mold. It's easy. They just got to paint it. Exactly. Um, So now you're a legend. Like the only thing you buy from the main line are the legends. Yes. Something as obscure as a Cindersaur. It's a possibility just because, you know, he's a dinosaur. So I I think if I see this in the store, uh, which I'm sure I will, I think I'm going to pick him up. Uh, I I don't have any interest in getting any of the Voyage or the Deluxes because I'm I'm not interested in making the Combiner. But, uh, yeah, I mean, dinosaur, he's cool. He's a little raptor. Yeah. And do you you have Slash? No, I do not. I do not. But this is a purple purple dinosaur, and it's not Barney, but it's purple, and it looks (laughs) cool, and I like Decepticon purple. So... Yeah, uh, especially with the yellow, I think it looks great. Yeah, the, the, the only reason why I mean I didn't buy I didn't buy Slash because it's not a real character in my mind. So yeah. I so I have another rule. My other rule has to be it has to be a G one character. Ah, so it's a Legends and it's a Legends and it has to be a G one character, some character that I know that in order for me to buy it. So Slash, I don't know who the heck that is. That's a made up. It's a new made up character. So no, it's not. It's not a Dinobot to me. Well, you'll I I dug the mold. That's that's people say the mold's amazing. People yeah. say it's an amazing figure. It's it's a more it's a better it's it's it has the articulation and complexity of a deluxe figure in a in a legend size. So people are ecstatic about that figure. Yeah, and but, that uh, and that's me. I'm an engineering buff. Mm-hmm. So when I watched reviews and I saw how how cool the mold was, that's yeah. why I bought it. Because I'm the same way. I don't I don't like to uh, buy made up characters just to. Oh, it's yeah. a Dinobot. No, it's not. 
That's not right. <laughs> just because you made it look like a dinosaur doesn't mean it's a dinobot. And then uh, out back, I assume is a for sure yeah. for you. Yeah, I'll I'll pick it up. I mean, yeah, it's just you know, it's I I, I mean, it is what it is. You know, uh, yeah, I'll I'll pick him up. I already got bronze, so. And luckily for, for me, he's the easy skip. I've skipped every outback. I could because I like bronze so much. I, okay. you know, any, anything they make into an outback, I already own the brawn. So, okay. Yeah. yeah that's and that's that, cool. That's that fair. mold is good. I, I like yeah. that. No, mold. it's a great mold. Yeah. So, um, and then let's see. Last up, we get official picks of Abominus and the ugly ass Alita one. <laughs> Combiner. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the later one, but but the bottoms looks great. Yeah, and we get uh, we get to see Bludgeon, and Bludgeon looks amazing. So oh I'm yeah, I I can't wait. Uh, I think in California these are already hitting. So um, nice. yeah, so these these little these little pretender dudes are already out there in uh, in California area. So yeah, this uh, I'm really excited. I may I may actually pick up two just to keep one. Uh, just because I, I bludgeon is just just such a cool character, you know. Mm-hmm. I agree, and uh, and I I mentioned before that I'm a huge Abominus fan, and and like I say, if, if Chug is your line, I think this Abominus is knocking it out of the park. I love this Abominus, you know, yeah. and all the Terracons that go along with it. Uh, my least favorite is probably that Hungar. Um, I just have some issues with his legs and, and the bulk on the dragon heads, but, uh, Mm -hmm. but I mean, for a chug scale of this, absolutely perfect in my opinion. And again, cheap, less, you know, based on my purchasing habits, this is going to be less than 80 bucks for me because I'm going to pick these up on sale on Hasbro toy shop or something like that. So, yep. Um, and then, uh, what else we got? We got the, uh, power of the primes winner, optimal optimus. Um, again, yeah, I like the monkey mold or the, the monkey mode. I mean, I love those big old arms and big old ham fisted, uh, fists, but that's it. I don't like yeah. the robot mode. I don't like the jet mode. I don't like the little uh, inner uh, optimi- or optimal, not optimal, optimus, optimus primal figure. Yeah. Uh, oh, I do like that he comes with his little jet sled. I don't think I've seen that. You mean before. his, yeah, his surfboard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, there's my... There's my not knowing the keyboard shortcuts for a Mac yet. <laughs> like, why is it that's going back? Uh, but yeah, again, Transformers is really coming down to where is your collection? And and some people are going to give a shit about Chug. Some people are going to give a shit about Masterpiece. And it's one of those things. If you dig them, I, I'm liking the way these are coming out. And I'm going to be a Chug collector until I die, you know? Just one one little thing. I know you're using a mouse, but you really need to use the the actual pad itself. Because no, I I actually I have the mouse hooked up, but I am using the pad. Because yeah, because go, going back, you literally just swipe your two fingers to the right. 
You oh know? really? Ah, yeah, you're just gonna swipe, that. swipe left, right. Mm. I mean, this is all beautiful mm. stuff. I like that because I am, because I am a two finger. You know, like I say, I'm a tapper and I'm a two finger for the right click and stuff like that. Take, so. take, take your, take your four fingers and make a fist all together. Take your four fingers, okay. and just make a fist with your thumb and everything. Just kind of okay. grab it, like, like grab the, like you're, you're grabbing something. Okay, and do what with it? Did it did it do anything for you? Did you get to the the uh, command area or no? no. That's okay. We'll yeah. we'll save it for later. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of different things I can I can show you on there. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Mondo prototype. So there's no real pictures here. It's a uh, uh, Vimeo video, uh, but if you go to about the 350 mark. Um, if you want to just kind of see these, um, so these are the Mondo, uh, one six scale He-Man and Skeletor figures. Uh, sorry, let me mute this. My shit picks up the sound really well. Uh, so we're getting the prototypes first and they look amazing. Um, these are going to be stylized versions, but uh, they announced that they're going to be coming with Alcala heads as well as vintage heads to put on them. So these are going to be basically the first high-end collectible action figures for the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Uh, He-Man looks great. The Skeletor is actually uh, pretty freaking amazing. Um so it's the it has the hooded head, but the skeleton head inside of the hood is going to be articulated as well. So you can move the whole hooded That's head, cool. but then you can also move the skeleton face within the hood. And and they just showed a couple versions of it, and I'm like, that is an am- that's an amazing piece of articulation, and that's what you would expect. These are going to be anywhere from probably a hundred to a hundred and fifty bucks a piece. Mm. Uh, Mondo's the same people that did the twelve inch uh, turtles. So, yeah. Is it the same? Mondo is the same company that does the art prints too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the ridiculous art prints. Yeah. The ones that they sell, they sell out in like 30 seconds and, yeah. and then people just scalp them. Yeah. Yeah. They're on eBay two minutes later for five times the cost. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, if, man, I mean, one sixth, it's a, it's a great. You know, it's a really good scale, and if you're really into, you know, Masters of the Universe and you want something that, you know, is really detailed and probably has really good articulation, this, this, they look great. I mean, it's, you just got to fork over the money. Yep. And, and it's nicer now, you know, Mattel was putting out uh, 12 to 24 figures a year in the classics line looks like super sevens on pace to do about eight a year. So, I mean, you should have expendable income if, if, uh, classics was your only outlet for fandom, you know, yeah. uh, unproduced, super articulated three and three quarter figures revealed. Uh, so this was, uh, part of, uh, from what I've read is supposed to have been part of a, 
Empire Strikes Back, like a battle pack, which they don't make those anymore. Um, but uh, loving it. Super articulated Hoth soldiers, two different versions of them. So you get the vintage head with the uh, with the uh, little scarf coming down. Uh, but then you also get an alternate head with a mustache. And then the thing that I love... so. Again, Empire Strikes Back is probably my my pride and joy of my Star Wars film um, uh, fandom. Um, I love the probe droid, the whole the whole beeping and bopping through the snow, and then Chewie and Han all snow covered shooting it and blowing it up, and then it turns out they've been shooting these things all across the universe. Blah blah blah. I've always loved that probe droid. And this one, what makes this one special is this one would be able to fold up and come with the casing that makes it look like it was shot from the ship. So it, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's what those little pieces you're seeing. There so it's are. like a, it's like an or, like an orange, like it peels like. It, those pieces are they would connect to it or yeah so the head the head is exposed on these things but like where the body and all those little okay it's hard so to the, see those are like supposed to be little tentacly arms that come down okay those would encase in that so it, it's literally being able to be shot through an atmosphere and then it blows those those side panels off and okay. it's a droid okay and then the big one that most people are excited, that most people were, I, I don't know if excited's the right word, disappointed that we didn't get was a Death Star, a super articulated Death Star gunner. Again, i never a real big fan of scenes from the Death Star, so I didn't really care about that. But the, the Hoth Trooper and the Probe Droid were a big one for me that I wish we would have gotten. Uh, huh, um, oh, two, what is it, that? Oh, there we go, nice. Okay, I'm liking that. Uh, we had talked about the uh, 5-inch retro-styled, or 5.5-inch uh, Motu fan, uh, fan pole, I guess you can call it, that He-Man.org was running. Uh, that was just ridiculously long. It had like 50 different characters, so we never even went into any detail about it. But now the results have been listed, and they listed the top 15. We won't go through all of them, but again, openyourtoys.com, top of the page. Show notes will have links to everything we're talking about. Uh, but we will do the top five. So number one is Shadow Weaver. Uh, this was one of the most popular Masters of the Universe classics figures out. Probably still one of the most expensive ones today. Topping almost $200 for a six-inch figure. Wow. Uh, and this, so this would be the vintage style of it. It'd be her first appearance. Um, also, an Adora. So this isn't She-Ra. This is... Uh, this is basically the Prince Adam version of She-Ra. So her, when she's not all transformed into the most powerful woman in the universe, and this would be a first appearance in this scale. 
Uh, Sorceress, we got one before, but this would be a filmation-styled one. Uh, Merman, we of course got a Merman before, but this would be a filmation-styled one. And then Queen Marlena. This is uh, uh, the queen. We got her in the classics line, both as the queen and in her pilot outfit because she is Prince Adam's mom. She crashes to Eternia from Earth. She's an Earth space pilot, I guess. Um, And this would be her first appearance in the five-inch line. So... Good overall choices. Uh, what I thought was really interesting, four out of five of them are females. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if that speaks to the demographics of the fandom or just that they're just that we never get female figures or never got female figures in the vintage line, or I should say never, but hardly ever. Or it just speaks to the fact that there's a lot of uh, men who uh, you know, are, are collecting and, and want uh, women uh, characters or female characters in their collection. That could be true as well. You tell us, do you want more females or less females? Um, let's see, Diecast coming to uh, the Transformers line. Uh, so we've had some movie die cast in the past, uh, but the cool thing here is we are getting G1 die cast. Uh, so they show a, a G1 Bumblebee, which looks cute as hell, in my opinion. Um, my only issue with this is, uh, so this is going to be like a Hot Wheels car, and this is going to probably cost five bucks. So that's kind of where it gets me like, you got to be able to compete with the Hot Wheels price tag on these. Um, But I like that we're getting that option Uh, for collectors like uh, Mantis Nine Nines. uh, They're also going to be doing a 124th scale uh, die cast pop culture series. So we get the dumb Marvel, like, oh, hey, we're going to make a car that looks like Black Panther or looks like Spider-Man. One of the interesting ones is a Deadpool. We get a taco truck from Deadpool. Uh, But the ones I'm finding exciting here is 124 scale Ecto-1, 124 scale uh, uh, Kit from Knight Rider and a 124 scale DeLorean. It looks like, is that a DeLorean? Oh no, Toyota. The hell is that from? Do you recognize that? I'm no, not. the one all the way in the far right. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that, let me see if I can pull that photo up bigger. Cause I just assumed it was a DeLorean, but it says Toyota no. something. Yeah, maybe it's an old Toyota Supra or something. I don't know. Oh, it's from that freaking Japanime, or from an anime. And I forget what it's called, but I've seen this in a couple other pop culture lines. Uh, But we're also getting a G1 Prime and Bumblebee as well. So, as well as it looks like a movie series, Volkswagen Bumblebee. So that's kind of cool for car collectors. Like I say, I, I'm a big pop culture Hot Wheels collector. Basically, any 
pop culture Hot Wheels. That's an actual car from it. Again, I don't like when they just paint a truck green and call it the Hulk truck. Yeah, yeah. You know, but... Uh, in more Star Wars news, uh, there has been uh, Gregory Titus, artist for the Black Series line, has been uh, posting tons of Star Wars art. Uh, if you go to the show notes and click over to Jedi Temple Archives, they have a link to his art gallery. Uh, one of the things that he added in there was something never announced, never talked about, was a Tusken Raider on a Bantha. Um, so curious whether this would be a black, the assumption this would be a six inch Tuscan on a Bantha. It possibly could be three and three quarter, but, uh, because black series for three and three quarters going away, who knows? But, uh, I've always been a big fan of the Bantha. I think that's one of the coolest creatures that they've ever made. Basically, basically a mammoth with, a um, what are those mountain goats that have the curly, curly mm-hmm. cue horns like that? Yeah. So that'd be exciting if we might see that sometime in the future. All right. Uh, like we said, more Super 7 Q&A here. So uh, lots of people have been uh, talking about Hawk. She's one of the filmation style classics figures that were not in the filmation line uh just looking like her head just came out a little too big with too much of a square jaw um some people are saying the head sits too low on the neck um but lots of different things basically people are bitching that the prototypes don't look like what the figure turned out to be and i completely agree with them um and again Super 7 just blaming the toy-making process. Well, this is what happens when you make toys. Things change when we actually make the mold. And it's like, uh, no, they don't unless you let them do that. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like, uh, let's see, uh, people ask about the Snake Mountain. They said, we haven't even thought about it. We're focusing on the figures. Uh, people talking about seeing the prototypes and the updates and then why something like the color of Ram Man, um, at least the silver parts being turned just a flat gray. And then, uh, the infamous thing with the triclops being dark green. And then all of a sudden they change it to a neon green. And they just said, basically, we're trying to differentiate it. We're going off of these sources. Uh, but they did admit that it did turn out a little bit more green than we had hoped. It's kind of like, like you're saying, where's the fucking Q and a there? You don't run 20,000 figures and you're like, oh, we didn't expect it to be that green. Like, give me a break. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, more talking about the hips on the female figures. And, and these people call them out. They said, you know, the four horsemen are sculpting these things. When they do their own figures, their figures look exactly like the prototypes. And they have pushed back productions to production to ensure that their figures look like their prototypes. Exactly. You know? 
And uh, and they're basically saying, well, because the way things go, we're just going to stop showing you guys figures early on. Yeah, so, it's, it's just always it is, they just seem like they always have an excuse or some some kind of a rebuttal, and it's just ah, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm glad I don't participate <laughs> in any of this. Well, it's just so funny because people thought, oh, this is a collector based company. They make all these amazing collector things. They're going to be so much better than Mattel, and they're actually worse. They yeah. they are worse than Mattel at this point. So again, we're on their first run of figures, their first wave. So who knows? This may get better, but you know, it's it's not speaking too highly. You know, all of the hopes that people had for how they were going to make things better, I think, have been dashed with this first wave, and now it's time to set your expectations accordingly. You know. Um, let's see, 2018 fan vote. So this thing came and went so fast that I don't even think we had a chance to talk about it on an episode of the show because it was like announced at toy fair, but it was done even by the time, well, it was done by the time our show would have been out about toy fair. So in less than a week, they announced it, you had to go vote and then it was closed. Uh, which is just ridiculous. Like, come on. Uh, so this year, instead of being what, uh, being one of the Titan masters or whatever you call the, um, Fort Max and Trypticon this year, it was voting on two deluxe class or two packs of deluxe figures. And, uh, and, uh, Mirage and Impactor one. So it's one of those things. I wonder if he's going to be a combiner. If he's going to be a combiner, that just shot the shit out of people that probably paid through the nose for the FSS impactor that came out. I know that Mm. was one of the most demanded figures, you know, because especially through the club, lots of people are anti third party and don't didn't want the MMC impactor. So, uh, they made a little deluxe impactor based on the drill tank mold from Computron. Yeah. Uh, but now it looks like we're going to get another impactor. So, and yet another Mirage as well. We just got a, didn't we get a Mirage in Combiner Wars? Wasn't that part of that prime? Yeah, I think, yeah, it was, uh, Iron was it part? It was part of the white, the white Optimus Prime, right? Yeah, was it part of that one. Yeah, yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I think we did. I think I actually do have that figure. So, yeah, and I skipped all of those. That was that. Excuse me. That was me being smart, saying I like my Mirage from the Classics line. I like my, I like my Ironhide from the Generations line. So I didn't rebuy any of those characters. Um, and then lastly, uh, something we promoted that, uh, I take place in every year that hopefully some of you took place because they also have, or, or not took place, took part in, uh, cause they also have a people's choice are the 2017 poppy awards put on by, uh, Michael Crawford of 
Captain Toy. Um, this is mwctoys.com. Uh, so I just wanted to go through here and see some of these winners here. Uh, best overall company, Hot Toys, kills it once again. Uh, Mezco was his pick. Hot Toys was the people's pick. And then the industry judges for the actual poppies was Hot Toys. And yeah, I mean, I think they're killing it. I mean, if you're... If you're a high-end action figure collector and not doing hot toys, then you're probably doing high-end collecting wrong, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, you know, you have to switch over to that mentality. I mean, it, we're talking soft goods. We're talking, yeah, we're talking uh, realistic, uh, you know, head sculpts, but the rest of it is truly just a doll. Yeah. Um, so you have to get that in your head, but once you get <laughs> once you get past that, and once you get past that, it's a, it's a really nice hobby. It's an expensive hobby. Mm. Um, I was there. That was part <laughs> of my life for many years. Uh, probably had about fifty figures uh, wow, when I was done. Wow. wow. Um, and uh, so it's you know it's it's an addictive. It's another addictive hobby. You know because they're always going to catch you with with that that new. You know that new Iron Man armor or that new sculpt for whatever character you you like, and uh, they're going to kill it. I mean, they're going to knock out the park. I mean, look at that! Look at the Harley Quinn. I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, he's he's got it on the, the front page there. If you scroll down, you can see that. Um, yeah. No, that Harley's. It's, Harley. it, it, it's nuts. Yeah. You know? Um. But uh, yeah, they got the Hulkbuster. Uh, that's one of my favorites in here. The Hot Toys one six scale Hulkbuster. Um, really, really awesome. Yeah, uh, that was the one I like. I I tend to uh, because you can refrain from voting for anything, and and I tend to refrain from anything over six inches. But I voted for that one just because I I like Hulkbuster so much. I had seen a lot of reviews of that one and knew that for a 12-inch figure, that is definitely the best. Um, yeah, and it's it's taller. I mean, it's it's you know it was. Yeah, I think it was more like 18. I mean, because it, it's once it's trying to capture a one six scale of what the Hulkbuster would actually be. Exactly. So yeah, it it came out to like 18 inches, I think, around there. So, but another thing I want to point out in here is the NECA turtles, man. I, 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 I need to buy a set of them. I really <laughs> feel that, you know, since it's just a set, it's four of them. So it, it's done. my criteria. I'm done. Yeah. Um, I know they're going to, I know they've already announced like other outfits. They've got Donnie in the, uh, in, in, in the detect, the detective, uh, coat. Yeah. Uh, so they have. Raph. Raph, right? Raph. Okay, yeah, yeah Raphael, yeah. So, the, yeah, so they um, – but for me, if I just get the four, I think I'd be happy. So, And, and 400 bucks to get a you know, set of four is, is, is great. These figures really look high-end. You know, uh, I mean, they it's, – it's really amazing what NECA has done. Well, and again, you want to talk about uh, conversation pieces when people come to your house. Four, yeah. four two-foot turtles – 
you know, yeah. displayed in the right area, it would just oh, be absolutely. like Jesus, <laughs> yeah. and affordable, hundred bucks a piece. You know, yeah, it's very very affordable. I mean, if you, uh, for a quarter scale yeah. at that kind of at that kind of a likeness, I mean that that's like a Hot Toys head sculpt. I mean, yeah. it's it's great. The whole thing, the whole the texturing, um, the you know the texturing on the limbs. Uh, it doesn't have a whole lot of articulation, but who cares? You know, yeah. it, it's enough to get you by. Exactly. Um, so let's see any other big ones here. Uh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he's got Bucky O'Hare in here. I, I don't. I don't understand because that's not even out yet, right? Uh, no, it is. Oh, okay. I, I didn't. I thought there was a pre-order. I didn't realize those were actually released. No, they're they're out. Um, that's what I was. I was like, I really need to ship my because they've been out since. Uh, they've been out since like November, December. Oh, okay. Well, no, okay. So when Big Bad works with independent toy companies like this, they always get their shipment like a month after the actual company ships them out. I don't know if that's BBTS's processing side or if those smaller companies like literally make them wait longer or what. But uh, yeah, so they hadn't hit BBTS by the middle of December because that's when I ship I ship my pile of loot twice a year, middle of the year and then right before my birthday in December. So they hadn't hit yet, but they're in there now. And that's what's been driving me nuts is I want to ship it, but I'm trying to stick to that routine. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, so uh, for best male uh, one twelve scale, we get the Punisher from Mezco Toys. Mezco Toys one twelfth also got uh, best uh, best high end company, which is kind of interesting. Hot Toys took the overall category, but that one twelfth yeah. Metsco took the uh, best high end. Uh, let's see, uh, Bucky, and they're saying Hulk, so it must have been a tie here. Oh, the Gladiator Hulk. Oh, from the Toys R Us. Interesting. See, I I liked that figure, but I didn't think it was an amazing three and three quarter figure by any means. Um, the ultimate Chucky again, it's a figure under five inches, but to me, that's a one six scale. So that's kind of a weird place, uh, that, uh, like you say, the Harley Quinn won the best 12 inch for a female. Um, Ooh, that's weird. The best female figure under five inches is. Uh, for People's Picket, oh, and for Poppy's Judges was this uh, SD Zelda. Good Smile does it again with another of their Zelda figures. Yeah. Huge gaming community. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Best Build a Figure, Ghostbusters Rooftop across all three categories. That's definitely true. That is an amazing diet seeing it all together like that. Um, best vehicle, uh, Ghostbusters Ecto-1. That has, is that the Playmobil version? Yeah, the yeah, Playmobil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ultimate Batmobile, which was great, just not at fucking $300. Yeah, very expensive. But it's cool, it's got smoke and stuff. Exactly. 
Um, let's see, best, uh, this is playset. So his pick and the people's pick was Batcave Animated, but the industry judges voted for the Playmobil Firehouse. So some really affordable toys here that are getting mm-hmm. top picks, you know, so you don't have to be some super high end. Uh, so here's your category, best statue. You have any thoughts on this? Uh, oh, I didn't even see, I, uh, I'm scrolling through. I didn't even see where, where is the best statue? Uh, it's right best bust. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I could have sworn. Yeah. So he's, he's basically saying ghost rider, um, which I'll agree with him. I mean, ghost rider is, is amazing. Um, Oh, so he, that's oh, he, big, he say, huge one, right? That yeah, it's my yeah, it's a quarter scale. That's yeah. the one from Singapore. Um, so he's saying that uh, XM Studios have been left out of the top three by the people. See, a lot of people don't know about XM Studios. You know, they're not allowed to be sold in the United States. You know, uh, so they they only have a license to sell in certain regions. So you literally have to know somebody in Singapore, and then you have to you know you you know. Like I said, you got to pre-order from someone that you 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 know or you think you know, <laughs> and then hope that uh, your thousands of dollars uh, get you a, a statue. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's really really hard, but uh, hard to, to judge. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I mean I'm an XM fan through and through. So yeah, I, I mean, and then he's he's got this Joker in here. I mean, I'm not a fan of of the comics, so uh, that doesn't do anything for me. Um, and I'm not uh, I'm not a fan of uh, Lord of the Rings, which he's talking about. Mouth of Sauron. Weta Weta is Lord. I, I just know Weta does Lord of the Rings stuff, so I'm guessing that's the Lord of the Rings uh, character. Yeah, I have uh, no idea. But yeah, I mean, uh, I would say you know Venom, uh, XM Studios Venom or XM Studios Ghost Rider. Those are the two big hits for 2017 for me. And do you have both of those? Yes. Nice. Baller. Uh, <laughs> all I right. Buy, I mean, I, I, you look at my videos. I don't I don't buy a whole lot. I mean, I just no, buy it. When, when I buy, it's a big, it, it, it's, it's a car. It's a, it's a used car. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Jesus Christ. Almost an hour and a half for two segments. This is going to be a show. So um, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. Uh, much less uh, or, or less articles for the next coming segments. But uh, hang in there with us again. uh, Coming back with third party after these messages. Peace. Welcome back. Going to go ahead and get into third-party news first up. I thought we had talked about this, but I I totally forgot to go check the show notes. Did we talk about this uh, uh, Red Bull generation toys? I don't think we did. I, 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 I know the news came up recently, but I don't think we actually made it on one of the shows. Okay. So this is, uh, I guess, 
what was this? This was something back in the day. They did an article of what G1 Transformers would look like if they had beast modes. Yeah. And uh, so for Sideswipe here, they came up with a bull mode. Um, amazing looking figure. Like, I, I really dig the figure. Yeah. Uh, Generation Toys, they're they're known to be the the very detailed company, you know, that's very, very detailed, a lot of line work. Uh, so that's what they're known for. So, you know, you have that on top of, you know, the, the design that they just they came up with. Yeah. And and looks great. Um, so if this is your thing, it's crazy how the scale of the robot is. uh in line with the MP cars. Yeah, yeah, but it just gets so massive. Yeah, but that alt that alt version is like twice the size of them, twice the bulk of them. So looks good. Again, if I had a lot of discretionary spending money, might pick that up. But not yeah, I mean, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I mean, I I don't have any connection, no knowledge, yeah. nothing about something like this. So this doesn't mean anything to me it, it it in my world it's not sideswipe it is something else exactly. you know so i don't care you know you call it b sideswipe or whatever it's no nah, it's just a totally new character and i don't have any interest in it and then something that maybe people don't have any interest in but i'd certainly like is uh <laughs> toy nami is doing uh posable now these are weird. These are four and one quarter. So even in the three quarter action figure uh, lines, nowadays they're four inch. You know that's what the new Joes are. That's uh, I don't know. Do I have a new Joe to put? Oh, that's funny. All I have are vintage. Oh no, here here's a new Joe. Let me put it next to a star, a vintage. Star Wars figure. And there, uh, so new Star Wars are just slightly under four inch. Um, but these are four and a quarter, which is just a weird choice. Like, why? it's it's just a license. It's a license thing. You know, oh, it must have been it must have been a licensing sense. thing. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah where yeah. somebody has the three and three sure. quarter. So yeah, exactly. It's just a license. Oh yeah, we'll do a four and a quarter. <laughs> um, they really look good. If you're a Robotech fan, um, a little disappointed that there's no elbow articulation, but. Uh, it looks like you're getting a ball peg hips at least and getting a regular knee joint, no ankles. Uh, looks like you'll probably get wrists and waist. Um, I like that uh, the pilot's uh, helmets are removable and that they don't look they don't look great with them on, especially considering the hair, but they don't look awful either. so. Reminds me of laser tag. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and and then again, not a bad price point um, for five figures, sixty bucks. I mean, you're not getting three and three quarter figures cheaper than that nowadays, and they come with the figure stand. So, uh, wish they would have given everybody else comes with a helmet, but uh, Min May doesn't come with anything. Could have given her a microphone or something, you know. <laughs> Uh, 
And then, uh, so those were interesting because they are inexpensive. Here's something that's interesting, but very expensive. Uh, Generals Joe's took the time to review, uh, Rage and Spoon, which, uh, if you're in the Joe verse, Rage and Spoon is, uh, is a very well known, uh, uh, third party accessory maker. Um, whenever they come out with a new a new modern figure and screw up the accessories, Rage and Spoon makes it right and makes a a good version, a good vintage homage version. So now he's expanding out and doing basically chain bases. Um, real interesting the way he's kind of doing them. Um, but in the end, unfortunately, what kind of overshadows everything here is they are just expensive. Even compared to the original Kotobukiya chain bases, I mean, these things are ridiculous. It's like 25 bucks for a 6-inch by 6-inch panel. You wow. Know? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they look really cool. You can build them actually into buildings. So instead of just being floors and walls, like you can actually, you know, build a, a little hallway or whatever. But um, let's see, and they're five and three quarters. You know, I mean, they're they're showing they're showing using these with transformers. I mean, that's 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 ludicrous. Yeah. You're 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 better off going to Captured Prey, getting the domain bases for uh, you know four or five bucks a piece. Come on, uh, this is no. I mean, for the Joe fans, yeah, maybe I guess. Uh, but yeah, this this guy's not going to sell anything for transformers. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about if it has a door in it one wall is $18 here that's ridiculous yeah. so yeah but if you're interested in them who knows maybe they'll fit your needs perfectly and cost is no object for you <laughs> uh let's see next up store report to battle uh i think that was supposed to be battle of crate but battle on crate of crate whatever you want to call it oh it is on crate it says on crate yeah <laughs> so uh for uh for lotus here and for anybody else uh this is the end scene of the last jedi so this is the very cool like little no don't run for me <laughs> spoilers no. <laughs> um, so this is the end battle from the last jedi um Nothing really too exciting here. You get another repackaged Ray. Um, you get uh, another Rose where she has kind of like a a uh, not a not a tunic, but a, and not a tarp. Uh, Jesus Christ, like a poncho, I guess. For lack of a, no. Yeah, spot <laughs> um, on her. And then I don't know what the guy in black is. I don't even recognize him. Uh, let's see if somebody in the comments mentions. Isn't, isn't that the death trooper that we just looked at or something? No. Well, he might be the equivalent of it. Oh. Uh, just say no. All these people hate five points oh. of articulation. So they're like, fuck this. 
anyways, the thing that makes it interesting to me here is the uh, snow trooper in the white and gray deco. Again, I'm a huge uh, snow guy. I love gray, so anything in a white and gray deco draws me. Um, I would pay $5 for that one figure, but there's no way I'm going to buy this set at $25 or whatever the going price is for it. So that's a big pass for me, but it's hitting stores right now if you're interested. Uh, the very controversial, if there's ever a, anything that's very controversial in the Lego world, uh, the uh, Darth Vader pod promotion is back on. So this promotion was leaked, and then it was canceled and then they said, we're never going to do it, and now they're doing it. <laughs> um, so I don't know if that is just a reaction to it getting leaked or what was going on behind the scenes. But this is a Darth Vader pod, and the inside of the pod uh, kind of looks like uh, the Tantive, I guess. Uh, so the uh, rebel starship that he boards in uh the original Star Wars A New Hope. Uh, this one is less impressive. I got the uh, the Batman pod, which I thought was, was much more impressive because, so when I say pod, it's basically a little circle that hinges and closes, so like a little like egg canister or whatever you want to call it. Um, but uh, the Batman one was kind of cool because it was the Batcave. So the other side of the pod, you know, looked like it was jagged rocks with a computer and then you had his back grappling gun and a battering and shit like that. This one is, is a little less impressive, but still kind of a cool concept. You know, just an interesting thing you could put on your desk. It's, it's only a buck more than the uh, minifig itself. So, um, but this promotion will be, uh, through Lego and it's if you, uh, purchase, uh, 60 bucks or more again, this thing will be, if they have any for sale afterwards, it'll be about six bucks after the promotion, but, uh, between April 13th and May 3rd. So leading right up to their, uh, may the fourth be with you, uh, promotions that they'll do. Cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see online Zeta dinos. So these things came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, BBTS is already pre-order sold out on these. Um, they're at three fifty. Um, doesn't give the scale, but considering Zeta's been targeting that MP scale, I would assume these are MP scale Dinobots. Yeah, they. Um, yeah, I'm sure they will. And plus, they're there's you know they're they're using the words giant and stuff mm. yeah i mean if zeta has been just making all very very large i mean i would i would consider them a little bit larger than masterpiece honestly you yeah. know um and their you know their their figures have all been in that 60 65 dollar per per figure price point so um yeah i mean that's fine um uh, i don't know uh i'm not i'm not interested yeah, um, but I am I am surprised. Uh, I was under the impression that you know the the rumors were Zeta Toys is was a one one trick pony, and they basically had all of their old designs, 
when they left Toy, Toy World and um, that they were just going to run through all their old designs and make the money and be out. But this seems to be new. That I don't think this was ever talked about uh, when they were working for Toy World. Yeah, usually you get some sort of leak, whether yeah, it's a whole exactly. figure or just some information that it might be yeah. coming. Um, Zeta has been hit or miss. Their uh, Bruticus Brawl, a lot of people are complaining. I mean, yeah. one, yeah. the robot mode everyone's complaining about. Um, Brawl especially had a uh, track issue that mm-hmm. has been yeah. boggling a lot of collectors. Uh, Bobby Skullface did a video where... Like, if you're not going to put it back into tank mode, just remove some of the tracks and make your life easier, you know? Um, So, to me, this is kind of iffy, especially to just buy in at the full set at $350. But uh, BBTS is pre-sold out. I went and looked at uh, TF Source. They still have them available, but they're $400 there. And they're claiming the MSRP is $600 on these which i thought was kind of interesting that they're like oh msrp of 600 and we're selling them for four um this will be one of those things that especially through uh some of the third party sellers on the facebook groups you'll be able to get for 350 if you're really interested it's just a hell of an investment considering that their current toys are really focusing on combined modes. Like that seems yeah. to be where people are most happy with them. And these are Dinobots and they do combine. But is that really how you want to display your Dinobots is in combined mode? I, I, nope. I yeah, exactly. Not for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and plus I don't, I mean, I, you know, they, they, Zeta has been known to have very, very, uh, G1 uh plain aesthetic. Yeah, the uh, and this aesthetic. and this seems out of the park. I mean this seems like it's very hyper detailed, detailed and hyper so I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. So whatever. And maybe that's a new maybe they're just going in a different direction, you know. So this is definitely one of those wait and sees, but yep. I guess if if you waited to see uh, you lost out on the cheapest of the major retailers. Uh, I, like I said, I don't, I don't agree with it anymore. Everything is reissued. Everything is, yeah. you know, just, just hang tight, you know, be a, be a smart shopper. Exactly. And, and give me, give me a second here. My, uh, my fancy Mac just died and I don't have a charger in here. So what do you mean it died? Battery just died. Oh, yeah, that that was one of my uh, disappointing things was uh, I love that you can check the power cycle total on your battery, mm-hmm. uh, but mine has 957 power cycles on it. And I looked up like, oh, so what does Apple consider, uh, uh, you know, the lifetime of a battery? Mm-hmm. And it's 1000 pi- power cycles. <laughs> so I'm yeah like, my oh. mine has been in a service battery state for a long long time oh, and uh it still lasts mine still lasts for maybe maybe three hours maybe and then it just dies but yeah i usually just you know have it plugged in yeah and mine's doing ah. pretty good i mean i did the whole sh- the show notes took me a couple hours i did all that on battery i've done the last two hours of the show 
on it on battery, running dual monitors on it. So it's, it, it's only you know the Apple. The, it, it's it, it's only like a for them to do the service on it. It's it's the battery and everything. I think it's like 125 bucks for a fresh battery, and they oh, nice. and, and they they've been known to replace the bottom as well. So like if you have uh, scratches on the bottom of the macbook plate you know they, they've been known to give you a brand new cover and i mean they they just they take care of you man it's you just walk in you walk in apple and <laughs> talk to a genius i say fuck geniuses so how do you think how, how do you like that charger port huh that magsafe yeah oh i love it that was oh, yes. that was one of the big things that's one of those things like i'm like they've made some amazing design decisions and then they reverse them I mean, yeah, I don't. They, I guess, they couldn't figure out how to do that with uh, USB C because all the new ones are using USB C for charging. Yeah. Uh, so I guess they couldn't figure that out. But that's that's crazy. I mean, MagSafe has been with uh, Apple all these years, and they got rid of it. I love it because I, I accidentally will will kick the cord or whatever, and yeah, it's nice. Okay, enough enough of the Mac. <laughs> um, let's see. If you were in the market for a Darth Revan and missed out last year, uh, looks like Hasbro is going to be uh, shipping solid cases of them. So they're uh, available right now. Oh, it sees we have learned that the solid case assortments are exclusive through Entertainment Earth and supply yeah. through another vendor will come from... Yeah, so... Uh, again, because a lot of the stuff I see is because I get the wholesale newsletter from Entertainment Earth. So it looks like Entertainment Earth is the only one offering that. But what that means is BBTS gets all their stuff from Entertainment Earth. Um, so right now you can go to BBTS and get a Darth Revan for 25 bucks uh, for delivery in September. That's cool because I waited. I waited about twelve hours last year for him, and uh, I was. I, I ju- they just ran out as soon as I got up to the cash. They ran out. I'm like, holy crap! So this is good. I was, you know, I've had this in a safe search for a long time, and I just, it's very good news. <laughs> I, I like that you're taking our uh, Star Wars news with a grain of salt there. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's something specifically for Triple A Diaclone news. I thought about leaving this out, but I, I'm actually digging these. I, I got a knockoff of one of these uh, uh, powered suits of theirs, and I absolutely love it. Again, I got this along with another knockoff figure. You know, would I ever spend $45 on a two and a half inch figure? Yeah, probably never. But I I really loved the one I got. And uh, these are their first new power suits that they're doing um, since they relaunched this Diaclone line. Um, Really cool things. I love that they come with their own, like, cargo crate you know so you could buy 20 of these and just have these stark stacked cargo crates of of mech suits ready to be deployed um and yeah i just kind of dig them so i wanted to throw in a a shout out to peter here because they they look great again just overpriced like a mofo in my opinion at 45 dollars for a two and a half inch figure Shout out to Peter for showing us all those awesome pictures. If you go to the, if you're a member of the Open Your Toys Cast uh, group, uh, you know, really cool. Uh, yeah. 
And, and I mean, some of this stuff is a little bit more reasonable. Um, I've, I've seen a couple sales that, that you could happen upon, but yeesh, if you're like completionist on this line, you're paying a lot of money for something that'll fit on like a 12 inch shelf. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, now going the opposite direction, both in size and in cost. Uh, Sideshow Collectibles announces their uh, deluxe one six scale Jabba the Hut with throne, and this thing is just freaking spectacular. Considering <laughs> it's a sideshow and not a Hot Toys, yeah. You know? I mean, it's huge though, oh, twenty nine inches wide. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like in awe of it. What's they're, they're so they're calling this a one six scale? So wow, so well. The width, I guess. Do, did they ever disclose what his real size was for the movie? Like when when a human stands, I, I don't know. I mean, when yeah. So there, there he sits on this throne like through the first thirty minutes of Return of the Jedi. So there is constant comparisons of how big he should be next to a normal human or a humanoid figure. So, yeah, I mean, this has got to be spot on. And I would say that's about right, you know. Leia, like, let's see, let's look at one of those early pictures. Uh, So if you look at one of the full throne Mm -hmm. and you see where, like, the pillows are right there in the middle, that's that's where Leia sits and kind of leans against him. So, I mean, she she is small compared to him. Yeah, they probably couldn't get the rights for her, you know, because yeah. of yeah, yeah. I don't know if there is a slave Leia in the twelfth scale or in the one six scale. I know. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, now that she's, you know, God. she passed away, I, yeah. I don't. I don't think that they would, you know, because that wasn't that always a controversial uh, outfit, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. Like she hated it. Yeah. Um, anytime it was released, it was, you know, a big deal. And I'm just like, fucking fanboys, girl in a bikini, you know. But uh, a, an article I read recently, you know, the, the uh, they call it deep something, like deep porn or whatever. That program that came out that you could superimpose faces ultra realistically on video. Mm-hmm. The top person that's been superimposed on porn is Daisy Ridley, which is the star of the new Star Wars trilogy. Oh, wow. That, yeah, that she's Rey from the new trilogy. That is the top person superimposed on porn. I'm just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, nerds. Give me a break, <laughs> you know? Wow. Um, but this is awesome. Multiple arms, uh, multiple uh, mouths, multiple eyes. So you can kind of put them, you can put them dozing, you can put them half asleep, you can put them surprised, you can put them licking his lips with all the slime and boogers coming out of his mouth. So, I mean, just amazing. Again, we're talking $800. Uh, minimum of a 160 non-refundable down payment if you want to pre-order them. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a one six collector, I would, you know this is again we always talk about one of those showcase pieces. You know. Yep. 
This is, I would say, these. this is one of those. Uh, and then to go the opposite uh, direction, one of the cheaper collectibles. So we had talked about the poor two packs that they showed off at uh, Toy Fair. Well, again, uh, through Entertainment Earth, I got the announcement of the wholesale prices on them. And so not only does it show the wholesale price, but it shows the MSRP. It looks like those two packs will only be $8 a piece, which is super yeah. affordable for a yeah, four bucks. Yeah, yep. four bucks a figure. Yeah, exactly. sure. Exactly. Mean- they're a little cute. Yeah. Um, Dorkside Toys already has a pre-order for the two-pack or a two-times two-pack where uh, it's only 14 bucks if you want two of the two-packs. Uh, through the wholesale, uh, they're basically offering them for 5 bucks a two-pack. So... Um, so yeah, not making a huge profit, but a better profit than most six inch figures. Most six inch figures are offered at about 16 to 17 bucks wholesale. And then we know they go for 20 bucks in the store. So, whew. All right. Let's go ahead and get into what we got. And I didn't see a video, so I assume you didn't get anything the last couple no, of No, honestly, uh, I... I, I have not. So, I've got a new uh, a new band, new watch band for my Apple Watch. Oh, check yeah. you out. So that's about it. But um, <laughs> I got paint for the house. Um, yeah. No, nothing exciting. Nothing fun. Let me see. Let me pull up my toy. I, I'll tell you, I've been hunting these GI Joes, and I'm getting kind of to the point where I just want to. I I'm I like I want to oh, be no. just done. I'm just I'm very frustrated at this point. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I, I I feel bad. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I got all of these. You know, it should be a problem finding the other ones. I've seen them, you know, and now you're, like, getting frustrated with it. I went to a toy store in my area, and they did have quite a few of the, uh, of the uh, foil carded ones. But mm-hmm. uh, this is one of the most overpriced toy stores in our area. They're asking yeah. anywhere from 15 to 25 bucks per figure. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I've, I've seen some lots, you know, and I'm, I, I'm thinking about buying a lot, but then I got to de- worry about selling the ones that I don't, you know, don't need. And, and it's just, it's just frustrating. Uh, I, I just haven't had time to go to any of the, uh, the local toy stores, you know, the, the, you know the the hobby stores or comic shops and stuff so who knows maybe maybe they'll have them and i can strike a deal with one of them or maybe do a trade you know so be you know any of the local shops maybe i could do a trade with some of my retail transformers so i'm kind of i'm still saving that just haven't had time to to go around so but yeah i i really want to complete that set <laughs> like really need to do it quickly so Oh, uh, I feel bad. I feel bad, but I'm just wasting too much time on searches. Like I'm just, I'm constantly refreshing and I just, I don't want to do that anymore. And that's, I'd like to hear people's thought on that because to me, I would rather search for a year and save five bucks than to pay five bucks and save myself 18 hours of searching you know kind of thing so to me that's part of the hunt that's part of the fun but i'd like to hear other people's thoughts like would you rather pay a tax 
to get something quickly because that's what AAA did with his when he decided to get into classics. Like he was paying astronomical prices for some of the harder to find figures, and I'm like, dude, just wait, you'll find them cheaper. And he was the same way. He's like, I just want it done. I want to get these figures. I don't mind yeah. paying higher prices just so long as I get it done. And I'm the exact opposite. Like I'll look at a saved eBay search every day for a year and a half to save $3 on it because that's well, the I'm price not, I want to pay. You know? I'm not looking to pay. I'm not looking to really overpay. I mean, these figures were what they were five ninety nine or six ninety nine. What was the retail on it, these things? They started off well, and this is the crazy part, is those first couple waves were only five bucks at a Walmart. Okay. And then so by so. by the time the line ended, they were up to like seven ninety nine or something like that. Okay, so so let's say let's say seven dollars each. So I mean, like I said, I'm looking to I'm just basically looking to find someone who's looking to get rid of get rid of the you know, their their Joes and I'm I'm looking to pay ten bucks a piece, you know, and I don't think that's it's not too crazy, you know. And, no, not and so, if you're like, I want to buy thirty of them at one. Exactly. Time that's what I'm. That. That's what I'm looking to do. That yeah. I'm just looking to just one pop. So I'm yeah. looking for that seller that that wants to sell them to me ten bucks a piece, and that way they can make a couple bucks on each figure, and, and that's it. Yeah. So eh, whatever. Eh, I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, I got I got to hit up my local shops because I, I got I got all those retail transformers brand new sealed, so I, I could probably work a, a trade or something. You know? Yeah, exactly. Something. Uh, the shop I went to, uh, it was funny. There was a guy in there selling selling like eight of his hot toys to him. Oh wow! So they were going and they were all loose, so they're going through all of them, and and the guys inspecting them and all that kind of shit, and and just like. Why are you selling these? And and he moved from Alabama. So he's like, yeah, my rent in Alabama for the same size place was $400 a month. Here, it's $1,700 a month. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, I just can't afford them. And I don't have the space. He said he went... He went from a 2,000-square-foot house originally, and now he's in 800 square feet here in Denver. Yeah, it's a big change. Yeah, yeah so... Um, all right, let's see. So I got all my super seven stuff. I've opened some of the ones that I wanted to. And then of course my, uh, my, uh, club grace goal or the filmation line, all those stay in boxes. Um, I broke down and I bought that, that, uh, last night hound. I found him on clearance, uh, specifically with the thought that I'll buy that upgrade kit when I have a job that we talked about on one of the last shows, the one where it adds the back part of that vehicle and turns into a Gatling gun. Um, I found a Thermidor and uh, this is from the RID line and Bisque to me was the funniest Transformer ever and one of the most fun ones from that line and so, of course, I had to buy his brother, his his uncooked version of a lobster in the blue repaint. Um, and unfortunately, my head, um, so the ball joint on the head had some flashing on it when they, uh, in the factory, when they uh, added the head to it, they just shoved it on. So it caused, 
I don't know, 18 stress marks around the ball joint. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and now the head won't stay on. So this is where I'm going to have to do one of those retail things. If I find them again in retail, no one can find them. I've only seen this one ever, but if I can find them again, I'll have to buy a new one and then return this one as as faulty. Because to me, that's faulty. You know, like that's a factory fuck up where the head won't stay on. I don't want a transformer where the head doesn't stay on. Um, what the hell is that? Oh, uh, I, I, as when I found out that I was accepted and that my workforce center was going to pay for my coding, uh, my coding camp, I splurged and I bought myself a power of the primes prime. I haven't opened them yet. I've just been staring at them all week. Um, and then, uh, another splurge the other day, uh, what? this was to celebrate something and now I can't remember it. So obviously it wasn't that important. Um, I bought the Bandai Gypsy Avenger from the new Pacific Rim movie. Uh, so Bandai did a really interesting thing. Um, they, one, they released, uh, um, Pacific Rim figures while Diamond Select is also doing them. NECA previously had the license, um, but these are much, they're not much smaller, but they're about an inch smaller than the NECA ones. Um, I really, I'm going with the Diamond Select ones. I, I'm a Pacific Rim junkie. That Jaeger versus Kaiju thing is, is huge for me. Um, but I was like, I'm going to try this one out because they're offering the Gypsy Avenger for 10 bucks less than the regular retail of these figures. So all of their figures will be in the $30 range, but they're offering the Gypsy Avenger itself for 20 bucks to get people to try the line. And I just thought that was a pretty brilliant idea, you know? So... And I bid on it, you know, I bought it on a Thursday at Toys R Us, so it was 10% off, and I had, I had some, uh, some, uh, rewards points, so he only came out to 13 bucks, but, and I love it, you know, it's what you expect from a super articulated, you know, Japanese style robot. And he's actually what what kind of got me going on setting up my photo tent, and I I took a couple pictures of him posed with a action stand and all that kind of shit. So I'm liking them, but again, I I don't want to start over with a new scale on those. I'm hoping the Diamond Select will fit in with the NECA. I'm pretty sure they're going to be too big for the NECA, but I'd rather too big than too small. Cool. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I picked up this week. So, and I'm, I'm actually doing amazing on my, you know, I'm, I'm still buying toys, which I shouldn't be doing at all. But, uh, normally I would spend anywhere from three to $400 a month back in the day. And now I'm averaging about a hundred, 120 bucks, which is still a lot considering I'm unemployed, but to me, those are, it's all retail stuff, you know, outside of that super seven 
<laughs> purchase, but yeah. I, I paid for those. I paid for those before I was even laid off, so I don't worry too much about those. All right, uh, listener feedback and questions. We got one uh, question for us. It's from Jay. C. He says, hey guys, I'm a longtime listener and I love the show. It's always nice to hear about what's coming out and what everyone is looking forward to. Keep up the positive attitude, Slick. Life is full of hills and valleys. Change is always around the corner. So thank you. I appreciate that. And and my change is coming. I'm excited for it. Um, the one thing I didn't mention is this, clo- this uh, coding boot camp has a 99% placement rate. Um, after you cool. graduate. Yeah. So, uh, I'm hoping that this will be exactly what I needed to get me back into my industry. So, um, he did say, I have one question since GI Joe has been in jeopardy as a line for quite some time now, what do you guys think needs to be done in order to breathe life back into this toy line? Joe was my one of my favorites as a kid and still love today. Keep up the good work, you toy fanatics. This is a I have a hard time thinking creatively when it comes to our toys. Um, because I love them for what they were. And for a toy line to progress and, and to attract newer, younger fans, it can't be what it was. Because if if what it was was successful, then we wouldn't have these problems. It wouldn't be in jeopardy. You know, they've been trying to keep it what it was. And that's obviously not working with the next generation of collectors. So I always have a hard time putting my myself into the mindset of a of the demographic that this would need to hit, an eight, nine-year-old kid. Um to me and and to all executives as we've seen is to me it's media you just you've got to have a bang up knockout cartoon movie cartoon movie you know something i mean i think that's why voltron was able to make a comeback you know cuz that voltron cartoon is amazing yeah so that would be my answer is media you just got to have something that uh, you know, kids, as as we learned earlier on, you know, first off in the show, kids are not playing with toys. So what'll get a kid to buy something or get their parent to buy something for them is a show that they love. I mean, my daughter right now is hooked on a thing called Octonauts. It's a, it's a show from England about a bear, a bunny, a cat, and a penguin that do underwater adventures and and it actually it teaches it's all science-based so that's great and we just saw a toy of it the other day and she's like oh my god octonaut toys cool and so now that's going to be something i buy her when it's time to buy her a toy you know and so it's because she loves that show so much she'll probably play with that toy for two days and i'll never see it again but I'm going to buy her that because it's going to make her happy on that day that I buy her it, you know? So I think that's what you need is you need something where kids are loving it. The parents see that they're loving it. They can go to a toy store and say, holy shit, there's the thing my kid loves. I'm going to buy it for him. Yeah. You know? 
including flush floor, flush uh, force. <laughs> Mommy, that's a thing I love. Give me a piece of poop. I saw I saw one of those this morning at the house. <laughs> and then, can you imagine kids actually like grabbing it? In, in a I mean. I just don't understand. I don't get it. Okay, I don't want to sidetrack, but it's just it's just funny to me. That whole post that the Rock made was great. <laughs> See, and I and I saw the toilet, and I haven't looked at it yet. You, you didn't watch the video? Oh, no, he, yeah, he, he posted a video at Target. It was great. Oh, okay. See, I just saw the screenshot of the okay, gotcha. email because I just yeah. the last few days have been insane. So, yeah. okay, I'll have to go watch it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think? I mean, is that your opinion as well? Is media media rules yeah. at all? Yeah, and, and that, but that and that's and that's the whole thing is you know that's why we don't get any of this new stuff is because there if there's no media behind it, toy manufacturers don't make it. So. um yeah, I mean it's it's all about media, and uh, I don't know. I, I yeah, pretty much agree. And then, so thank you for writing in. Thank you for listening, JC. We we appreciate it. Uh, especially nice to hear those longtime listeners. You know, we've been at it a long time. Even the new crew has been at it longer than most podcasts nowadays. So I, I'm glad you've stuck with us and enjoy what we're doing. Um, this next one is, is not my questions. These are actually Hasbro's questions. And again, I don't, these things take too much thought. It, if I need to be, if I need to be like informed and do research, I don't want to answer questions like this, but I thought I'd put these out there to our listeners. Um, maybe for some people, they wouldn't have to do any research and they know that right off the top of their head, what their answers would be. So we'd love to hear from you. We don't, we don't prompt you too often with specific questions. Um, but these come from, uh, Hasbro Pulse on Instagram. They, uh, have had had uh, vintage collection discussions or something like that is what they're calling them. And for a week, every day, they posted a new question and they wanted to know people's answers. This is from the head of development for Star Wars at Hasbro. And this is all in regards to the vintage line. So we're talking about three and three quarter super articulated Star Wars stuff. Uh, their first question was top three figures never made. And then, oh, I there was six questions. I forgot to put the line break in there. Uh, so what are your top three figures that have never been made by Hasbro, period? So, of course, that's going to probably include a lot of EU for people. Um, their next question was, what would be your top deco for an existing figure? So basically, what would be the repaint that you want to see of an existing super articulated uh, three and three quarter Star Wars figure. Uh, top three new vehicles, vehicles that they haven't done in the vintage line. Now they may have done it in another line, but that you want to see in the vintage packaging. Um, top existing super articulated figures that have not been done on a vintage card yet. Um, so this might be like, if you want to, and I think they're doing gin or so, but if you wanted to see, how about like, uh, KTSO, 
Like if you wanted to see him on a vintage figure, that would be in uh, be part of this question. Uh, their fifth one was, what are your top three existing uh, three and three quarter super articulated vintage collection figures that you would like to see totally re sculpted and re released. Um, the uh, Tuscan is a good one. Like I can think of that one right now, just because I I bought one of those figures and still pissed off that it has hinged elbows. So instead, or not hinge, swiveled elbows. So. All they do is move around in a circle. They can't even move up and down or anything like that. So to me, that is a priority to be re-sculpted. What are your top top three, three and three-quarter Star Wars environments or play sets you'd like to see released in the vintage collection? So um, that one's pretty easy for me. So you have Hoth Base, Dark. Yoda, you have the Dagobah, his little uh, hut. Actually, I should say those two are easy for me. Um, yeah, a third one. I can't think of a third one. But anyways, uh, so if you have an opinion on them, and again, if you want to go do research and 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 message us or leave voicemails, preferably, uh, you can. But if you know this stuff off the top of your head, drop us a line. I'd love to hear some of your thoughts. Um, like I say, I was reading through some of the responses on the Instagram, and it's like, whew. These people have way too much time on their hands. <laughs> They're thinking about this stuff way too much. Some of the obscure characters and the the figures that have never been made before was just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So lots of EU responses there. Uh, but again, this is uh, they have a little disclaimer that that says all of this is is going to be publicly available, and you will not get credit for. Any anything if they decide to make it so normal normal business jargon there all right let's go ahead we're actually doing good spent an hour and a half on the first two segments and now we've only been uh here 45 minutes on these last five so yeah doing good on time Lots of Star Wars there that that keeps uh, that keeps Lotus pretty quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's continue on with Star Wars. Uh, so so maybe this is where you get your start, Lotus. Do are you uh, are you a fan of Mister John Favreau? Uh, I mean, I I. I recognize his face. Uh, <laughs> he's normally in like comedy stuff, right? Or yeah, does yeah. Com- comedian, yeah, comedy. And then he he was in the Marvel. Oh, he was in Iron Man. He he's, yeah. he's the sidekick. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I know, I know. Yeah, he's he's the yeah he's Tony Stark's. Uh, I guess whatever. I don't know. He's and he but, yeah. di- and he directed that movie. Oh, okay. So, cool. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's kind of like this multi-talented guy. He he stars in a lot of the stuff, or not stars, but at least he'll have parts in a lot of the stuff he directs and stuff like that. Uh, so he is going to executive produce and write the new a new uh, TV series for Star Wars. 
So that'll be in- interesting. I'll, I'll be curious. You know, he's done a lot of comedy, you know, but uh, he's also been known for doing semi-serious things as well. So that'll, I think that'll be interesting to see what he comes up with. So maybe that'll be the linchpin to get you, get you into Star Wars. Uh, I don't, I don't, I just watch movies for the enjoyment of watching movies. I just, I don't know names of people. I I just, I mean, I, I listen to so many podcasts and, and these people on these podcasts, it's amazing (laughs) the knowledge that they have of all these names of, of people that, that, that do movies and, and, and all this stuff, and I'm just like, wow, I, I don't know who the hell you're talking about. But if I saw someone's face, you know, I'd be like, oh, okay, that's who that is. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> See, and that's I always joke with Miss McFavor because we're we're insane movie buffs. We watch too much TV, and we're the same way. We do not know anyone's name. So yeah. when we see somebody, we're like. Oh, it's it's that guy from that movie. You know, we don't know who the fuck their name is, but we're just like, yeah, we recognize that and that. And so there's a million dollar idea for a website is you take a picture of somebody or you record their voice like on Shazam. And then it does this cross lookup like IMDb and finds everything that they've been in. So... There, there's a free one for you. Any, uh, any web programmers or, or computer science majors out there looking to make a million dollars on a website? <laughs> <laughs> um, John Williams, uh, famed uh, composer of, I believe, every single Star Wars movie so far, says no more Star Wars. And I, I'm with him. He's burned out, too. He's going to do... Uh, it looks like he's going to do the uh, composing for the ninth film. Um, but after that, he is done with Star Wars. And I don't blame him. One bit. Um, the last uh, the last Jedi deleted scene. And, uh, normally we tried to just do one story, but I thought, uh, I, I wanted to throw this one in there too. So, uh, I bitched and moaned about how there wasn't more Captain Phasma, even though there was supposed to be this deleted scene is an extended death scene between, uh, her and Finn. Um, and it's just ridiculous. It is like, I'm like, no fucking, no. There's no reason in my mind why this got cut and cut down as, as much as it did because it, it was bad. It was bad. So, uh, again, we have links to this stuff if you want to go see it. But I just, I felt like bitching more about The Last Jedi. Even though overall I liked it, I, I went and saw it again before it got out of our good theaters, at least, before it went to the dollar theaters. I went and saw it at a at a nice theater, and I like it, but I just have a lot of problems with it. You know, it's kind of like the prequel trilogy. I, I like the prequel trilogy. There's a lot of stuff to like about it, but there is much more stuff to not like. Um, are you a big arcade gamer, Mr. Stark? So, um, one of my, uh, local friends who was into Transformers, uh, we, we played the original, uh, Human Alliance game that came out and we beat it and we have, yeah, so yeah, so I have the, I have the video 
uh, saved of us beating it at the arcade. So yeah, this is interesting. Uh, this could be something that I may. Uh, uh, these are these arcades are usually put at the like the Dave and Buster's. I don't know. Do you you know what Dave and Buster's oh, is? Yeah, or, we're, yeah. We're fanatics. We lived. A, yeah, we lived a quarter mile from one at the height yeah. of our partying. So we went there. Quite yeah, long. I mean, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, they get you in there. You you get the you get the little you know credit card thing and you load it up and uh, but yeah, we just decided to just use all of our credits on on the, that game the first one so it was it was fun it's fun yeah i i dig it it's one of those uh shooting games are one of those things uh that even at four or five years old mckenzie can play with us she's she's not great i end up usually protecting her more than her actually contributing you know but uh it's one of those games where it's pretty easy you just point and shoot at things coming at you you know so we like that one quite a bit she actually uh, at uh, uh we play at a few different ones dave and buster's uh Chuck E. Cheese, of course, is her favorite place to go. Um, and then we have another place called Gameworks up here. And uh, and it's one of her more requested games. She, she identifies with Bumblebee. Uh, she knows Optimus Prime is Daddy's favorite, you know, so... And uh, so they're coming out with another one. Uh, the previous Human Alliance game, uh, the cabinet was based on Bumblebee, and you play as Bumblebee throughout it, right? Yeah, because you see Prime yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So this one looks to be a Prime cabinet, and these are sit down. I don't, I don't know if they even make a stand up version of them, but these are all sit down and closed cabinets. Um, and this one looks about the same, a big old prime with his head sticking out. Um, and it's going to be along the same line. So again, movie verse, unfortunately, if you're a G1 fan, but, um, this game has four levels all displayed on a 55 inch monitor with that. You're only three feet from, so that's quite large. Um, but yeah, I, I'm the same way as you. I won't, I won't make a special trip. But if it's somewhere we're at, we'll we'll sink, you know, five to ten bucks in it playing it. Um, let's see, Masters of the Universe. So this article is actually from, I believe, September of 2017. I've been holding on to it just in case we had no grab bag news for Masters. Um, but this is really cool. This is called Return of Faker. This is a uh, new endeavor that they um, that James E. Talk was working on uh, where they're basically doing an HD version of the original vintage cartoon. Um, these are pretty short. I think these clips... Oh, of course, just links to the picture, not the actual clip. Uh, but it, it is considered a new filmation cartoon. It's not a whole cartoon. It's just the intro and things like that. But I thought it was pretty cool. And the faker we get actually looks like the toy faker instead of, 
the filmation faker that we got back in the day. So uh, I don't know if you're familiar with faker, but you can see in the screenshot that it's a blue He-Man with orange hair. Yeah. Um, the faker we got in the original cartoon was literally He-Man with glowing eyes. That was the only difference. So it made more sense. Like he actually <laughs> looked like He-Man. Like, I don't think this guy's going to fake out any of his friends. Like, uh, why are you blue? Why do you have orange hair? <laughs> why are you wearing a, a pink version of Skeletor's armor? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but these kind of passion projects are always awesome. And again, yeah. you got a nice big TV, go watch six or seven minutes of, of what He-Man could have looked like if it was made today, you know? And then last up for G.I. Joe, we have a couple Kickstarters. I think we've mentioned both of these in the past, but uh, they're both ending. Um, this may not even be edited in time, or not, I shouldn't say editing. I may not have posted these in time to even take advantage of these. But just in case we did, these are a couple you should support if you're a, if you're a G.I. Joe fan. First up is from noted author James Kavanaugh. He's doing a Kickstarter, not for something new, a reprinting of his uh, volumes two and three of uh, Rank and File. And basically, this is an exhaustive guide to the modern era of G.I. Joe figures. So, shows every figure, every accessory, every variant, um, and painstaking detail uh, James Cavanaugh buys all of these toys to do the photography for him. He then sells them off, but you know, that's a labor and love in itself to acquire every single variant, uh, regardless of price to include them in these guides. And he's just a great guy in general. So please support that. Oh, great. I blew up. I blew up one of the links here. Uh, if you take that link, Lotus, and change the Vol 5 at the end to Vol 2. Okay. For some reason, even though this is for Volume 5. <laughs> the okay, link yeah, I got there. it. I can see it now. <laughs> uh, so this is another, uh, what is his name? It's uh, Dan Klingingsmith. Uh, he, his company is Steel City Publishing, LLC. Um, this guy is very deep into the community. Um, he has lots of connections to a lot of the original creators, a lot of the original people involved in the vintage line. Um, and so what his niche has been is examining characters in depth, including concept art, stories from these creators, that kind of thing. So um, he'll take one figure and do a two-page spread on them with the original concept, a story from the designer that originally designed them, that kind of thing. Um, so this is a very cool uh, project to back if that 
is your kind of thing, and it's from uh, 1982 to 1994. He even specifically references uh, what uh, characters and vehicles are in here, so you can see if uh, there is something that uh, really piques your interest. Like if you're a Renegades fan, or a Heat Viper fan, or a Pack Rats fan, so... And then uh, one of the one of the cooler parts is in every one of his volumes, he's also had information on unreleased uh, toys that uh, that he's been able to dig up concept art and stories about. So cool. Two Kickstarters that have not met their goals yet. They only have a week left, so hopefully we'll get this out in time to give you a chance to back these guys and support people that are really putting in a ridiculous amount of time. <laughs> and 16000 may seem like a lot. After you actually produce something, I mean, these people might be making a few hundred, maybe a thousand bucks for their, you know, for... 300 hours of work or something you know so it's next to nothing and i believe in supporting the community not that i'm supporting these fyi (laughs) 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 it's one of those things they're just not really in my wheelhouse so you also don't have to feel bad about supporting them either so (laughs) just for uh what do they call that uh uh God, what do you call it when you you make dis- yeah, anyways told you i i would be thoroughly buzzed by the end of the by the end of the show here can't even <laughs> can't even think of uh synonyms here but um well right on thanks for hanging out with us it wasn't too terrible we're not going to break the three hour mark um tons of toy news i hope you enjoyed yourself i know i always do I won't speak for Lotus. There was oh, a, yeah. there was oh, it's, a, it's good. It's a, good. a lot of Star Wars and Masters this time. So. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but we will see you fuckers sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner.
Silence, silence. 